Welcome to podcast number 166 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We're into a new series on dreaming. Dream again, or dream on, or fulfill your dreams. We're going to do lots of topics. You know, I've been preaching for 30 years. I've been doing podcasts now for a year and a half, and this is my 166th podcast. And the reason I mention that is, I have never been more excited about a series than I am about this one. You see, I do a lot of counseling. I talk with people a lot. I've talked to young men filled with dreams for their business and older men who've had dreams that were never fulfilled and they've kind of given up on them. And I've seen them rebirth their dreams and have their dreams come back to life. And so in all the years that I've been pastoring and counseling and teaching at various secular and Christian organizations, I have seen so many people give up on their dreams and I don't want that to happen to you. And so I'm going to be going into this series on dreaming with an expectation, an anticipation of God doing something great in the lives of people who are listening in. I would encourage you to let your friends or family members know about this new series. I believe the Lord has something very special in line. As a matter of fact, I just started doing outlines on some of the upcoming podcasts, and I've already got 25, nearly 30 different topics on dreaming that the Lord has put upon my heart. So this is going to be, I believe, a revelation-type teaching. I believe it's going to be a rhema word-type teaching, one that'll bless your life. And so today's podcast is entitled never give up on your dreams. Let's pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance and direction. Father, I thank you once again for the opportunity I have to bring this podcast to those who are listening in, and I pray that you would bless it and anoint it. And now I step aside and allow the Holy Spirit now to come in, to move in and take control, take charge of this series. I surrender all that I've done to you. I've studied, I've written, I've prepared a lot, I've done research on dreams through God's Word and through the secular business world, and I believe, Lord, that you've got something very special prepared for those who are listening in today. So, Holy Spirit, I yield to you, I submit to you, I ask for your divine intervention, and I believe that today will be a turning point in the lives of many individuals. So, bless it now, anointed, I ask, for I ask these things in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Well, I want to get right into this today because I believe the Lord's got something special. So let me just share with you some of the thoughts of my heart. There's a quote that I came up with, the Lord gave me, I believe, and it goes something like this. Our future will be determined by the dreams birthed by God in our life. You know, God promises a future and a hope. We're going to talk more about that. But to think about that our future will be determined by the dreams birthed by God in our life. That applies to past dreams, current dreams, and future dreams. So let's get started today. One time or another, everyone has dreamed of something great happening in their life. I have, I know you have. Regardless of our age, our education, or financial status, we all must continue to dream. This is the reason I'm doing a series of podcasts on Dream Again. Now, when you talk to little children about their future, they quickly tell you their dreams. They might, a little boy might look at you and say, I want to be a fireman, or a policeman, or a teacher. Or a little girl says, I want to be a mama, or I want to have a dress shop, or I want to fix ladies' hair, whatever it might be. It's so wonderful to see their face light up as they dream out loud. They speak their dream. We need to do that. We need to tell people about our dreams. There's nothing wrong with that. Matter of fact, we don't hear enough of that. And we need to hear more people talking about their dreams, of what they want to see happen in their life, in their family, in their country, in their church, in their children's lives. Now, throughout the Bible, we read about the men and women of God who were dreamers. One man who stands out to me and stands out to most people is Joseph. He was raised in a family filled with anger and jealousy and deceit 
and manipulation and all kinds of things, pride and whatever. Yet Joseph never allowed his circumstances to rob him of his dream to be a great ruler. The story of Joseph's life was filled with mistreatment and disappointment, but he held on to his dream, the dream that his God had promised him. Now there are times when your dream may seem impossible to achieve. I know I've had some heavy dreams that I've sometimes looked at and wondered, wow, Lord, this is a big one. Because I believe the big dreams are ordained of God and they're birthed of God. Sometimes our little dreams are really much less than what God has intended for us. So I think we ought to dream big. Learn how to dream big. You might even want to say that. I'm going to dream big. And there's many, many times, as I said, that these dreams may seem that it it just can't happen. It, It can't happen because of my circumstances. They may cause me to wonder if that dream will ever materialize. Now, I believe with faith in God, your dream can become a realization in your life. I believe that with all my heart and all my soul. Look at God's promise in the book of Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. Listen to these words. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, I believe that scripture can apply to dreams because, listen to what it said, being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you. That good work begins with a dream, with a thought, with a vision, with a heartbeat, with a deep breath, or with an excitement for something new needs to take place. So when that starts, when that dream starts and it's birthed in you, it will be completed, I believe, until the day of Jesus Christ, when Jesus comes back for his church. Now, it's easy to see that God was the key to the dream coming true in the life of Joseph. Luck or coincidence had nothing to do with it. As a matter of fact, I want to make a comment on luck right now. I dislike that word immensely for Christians. I don't believe in the word luck. I don't believe that God operates in luck. I don't believe that Christians should think that they were lucky or somehow they got this or got that because of luck. Because luck has nothing to do with it. Because God is a God of blessing. He's a God of promises. He's a God with planning a future and a hope for us. And luck or coincidences have nothing to do with God's touch in our life. I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. I never say the word lucky. As a matter of fact, people will sometimes come to me and say, boy, you sure have been lucky and getting a big church built and having a successful home business and all those things. You've been really lucky. And I just stop them. I say, no, no, I'm a believer. I'm a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he never talked about luck. He talked about blessings. He talked about living an abundant life, living an overcoming life, living life to its fullness and receiving the fullness of joy of a relationship with him and walking in the Holy Spirit. That has nothing to do with luck. And I will tell them sometimes, yeah, sometimes it seems like the harder that I work, the luckier I get. Now, listen to what I just said. What I'm saying is that the more I work, the more blessed I get. But some people think that luck is just something something that just falls out of the sky. But in reality, luck never falls out of the sky because luck is not of God and luck is not for believers. I'm going to get off of that. You can tell I could probably do a podcast just on the word luck and coincidences and maybe we'll do that someday. Now in Genesis chapter 39 and verse 2, God's word says this, and the Lord was with Joseph, so he became a successful man. Wow, listen to that. And the Lord was with Joseph, so he became a successful man. He didn't say he got lucky. He didn't say that he had luck in his life or that that somehow he received something from some source other than God. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became successful because God was with him. You will receive your dreams because God is with you, and the Lord loves you and wants to bless you and wants to prosper you and wants to fill you with his Holy Spirit and wants to you to be saved and be a follower of Jesus Christ. If you've not given your life to Jesus Christ, it's such a simple thing to do. Just say with all your heart, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. Please forgive me of my sins, and I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, and I promise I'm going to follow you and serve you all the days of my life. 
life. And if we do that, and when we do that, we become a follower of Jesus Christ. And all that talk about luck is gone. And now it's replaced with the blessings of God, the fulfillment that God has for our life. And the words that were said here in Genesis chapter 39 and verse 2 can be applied to you. And the Lord was with you. It says Joseph, but put your name in there. My name is David and the Lord was with David. So he became a successful man. Or my wife, Sharon, the Lord was with Sharon. So she became a successful woman. So I just believe that's how we have to approach life and approach the blessings of God and approach our dreams. Now, as in the life of Joseph, there will be those who dislike you because you have big dreams. As with Joseph, attacks on your character and integrity will come, yet never lose the sight of that dream. You see, Joseph was persecuted and ridiculed because he had a dream that he was going to become a great ruler. As a matter of fact, he went a little far with it. He kind of got overexcited about it and he even told his brothers that, that they would serve him and bow down to him. Well, you don't want to do that with your dreams, but what you want to do is just give God the glory and all the credit for the dreams that are going to be fulfilled in your life. I've had big dreams in my life. When I was a young man and I started bowling when I was six years old, I remember my very first game, my dad took me to go bowling and I bowled a 36. That means in 10 frames, all the opportunities I had to knock down pins, I only knocked down 36. But I had a dream from that moment on that I was going to be a good bowler, a great bowler. Matter of fact, I had an uncle who was a professional bowler and he's now, his name is in the Hall of Fame of Bowling in Akron, Ohio. And he was a man I wanted to meet someday. So my dad made the arrangement for me to meet the man that I looked up to and my uncle. And uncle, his name was Buzz Fazio. And it's kind of a funny sounding name today, but that was his name. And he was a, really a wonderful man. And I met him. And I was probably, oh, probably 10 years old by the time I met him for the first time. And I told him that I started bowling and I have a dream that someday I want to be a professional just like him. And he looked at me and he says, God will fulfill your dreams. He was a Christian. He said, I want you to know that God wants you to dream big. And he said, he said, I always had a dream to be a professional bowler and look what God did for me. And so he put that into my life. He spoke that into my life. You see, when we speak hope into other people's life, it encourages them to dream. It encourages them to believe that their dreams will come forth. And so when my uncle Buzz, he gave me that, that encouragement and he told me to dream on and to believe for that, I went back and I was determined. And I'm telling you, I worked hard at it. And by the time I was 16 years old, I qualified for the Summer Professional Bowling League. And I could go on the professional tour and be a professional bowler during the summer months because I had to get out of school. And so I could only do it during the summer. And I wanted so bad to go, but my mom and dad felt that maybe it wasn't good. I was too young and it would be unsafe for me. And they were probably right. But to think that I was offered the opportunity to be a professional bowler on a bowling tour by the age of 16, God doesn't give up on us. And a man who has spoken to my life did so much to encourage me. So I challenge you. You're here to listen about your dreams. I know you are. You're listening in because you're thinking about dreams that you've given up on or dreams that you have for today or for the future. And you want to be encouraged by me and by these podcasts and by God's word to help you see your dreams fulfilled. But I believe one of the things you need to do is you need to encourage other people and speak life and encouragement into them and help them see their dreams. The Bible says, whatever we lack, we need to give it away so that it'll come back to us pressed down, shaken together and running over. What that's saying is if we need money, then we need to give some money away so that God will bless us with more. I believe that. If we need love, we need to give love away and then God will bless us with more love. If we need friends, we need to give friendship away and be friendly to other people and God will give back friends to us. It's the same thing with our dreams. If we have dreams that we need, we've got to help people and encourage them in their dreams and what they want to see take place in their life. And when we do, you watch, it's going to come back to you and God's going to bless you and help you to see your dream fulfilled. Now, for your dream, I want you to claim God's promise in the book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his 
righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. We must never forget that in everything we do as a believer, we've got to seek God first. If we have a dream, seek God first. If we have a plan for our life, we want to see something happening in our today or in our future, seek God first. Because when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, not ours, his righteousness, it says all these things shall be added to you. I believe as a dreamer, as a person who my life has been filled with dreams, I've been blessed to see so many of them come forth. But I can tell you as a dreamer, I believe that God wants to fulfill my dreams and has fulfilled my dreams and will fulfill your dreams also. But first, it's seeking him. You know, I was a banker for years and I wanted, I dreamed of becoming a full vice president of this bank because at that time that meant something that was a very substantial promotion. And here I was a drive-in teller at a bank. And my job was about as low on the totem pole as you could be. I got as, not as low as you could get as far as having my experiences fulfilled. And yet I used to sit there and think, someday I want to be a full vice president. I want to manage this bank. I want to be able to, to, to be an achiever and to do something. Well, I wasn't a Christian, so I did it the wrong way. I kind of pushed and kind of manipulated and said things and did things that kind of worked my way through the business. And I never really accomplished a lot. But then all of a sudden I became a believer. I gave my life to Jesus Christ when I was 25 years of age. I started working at the bank when I was 21. And so it was like four years later that all of a sudden I had a new faith. I had a relationship in Jesus Christ. I learned how to trust him. I read this scripture. I remember it was one of my first ones I read, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. And all of a sudden things started just popping out. They started exploding in my life and my career just advanced just extremely fast. And by the time a year or so after I became a Christian, I became an assistant vice president. And within two years after that, I became a full-fledged vice president and I became a regional manager over many branches. And I was a 26, 27-year-old guy. And here I was given authority over all these older men who've been in the banking business a long time. But God fulfilled my dream because I put him first. I'm not bragging. I'm not boasting. I just did what I believe the Lord wanted me to do, what his word told me to do, because it said, when I put him first and seek his kingdom and his righteousness, then all these things shall be added to me. And that can happen to your life. So seek God first. Now seek God and he will make your dreams come true. As you listen to this podcast series, listen to the Holy Spirit speak to you. Let him open up your heart to experience the fullness that God has planned for you in your life. Through this series, I want you to begin to call forth that dream you may have given up on. Start to think about the dream. As a matter of fact, I would like you to write down the dreams you have had in your past and currently have and plans for your future. Write those things down and believe that God will bring them forth. There's a wonderful teaching that I've done. As a matter of fact, I feel so strong about it. I wrote a book about it and that is to call forth those things that are not as though they are. Many of you who've listened to my podcast have heard that teaching because I did a whole series on it. But the book that I wrote was entitled, Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing, based upon the promise that God gave Abraham, that Abraham and Sarah had nothing. They couldn't have a child, but he brought life into them. He brought hope. And then the Apostle Paul taught about it later in the Bible, in the book of Romans, and he talked about calling forth those things that are not like Abraham had to do. He had to believe that he could become the father of many nations and that Sarah could become the mother of many nations. And it happened and their dreams came forward and came true. So before we move on, let me give you a scripture 
scripture I think that might help us for the remaining portion of this podcast today. I've got so much to talk about and I can't get obviously but a small percentage of it in this particular podcast, but in upcoming podcasts, I believe that God has some great plans for us and some great ways to show us how to see our dreams fulfilled. Now, here's a scripture I think that is vital to us understanding how God wants us to have our dreams fulfilled. It's found in the book of Jeremiah and it's chapter 29, verse number 11. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. God says this to the people of Israel and to the exiles. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. We need to apply that scripture today when we're seeking our dreams. God knows your dream. Think about that. You may not think about that. You're thinking, well, I'm trying to ask God for help to receive my dream, but does he even know that I exist? Does he even know that I'm praying? Yes, he does. God knows everything that you think, every act that you take, every action that you take, and every word that we speak. And and because of that, he knows that that dream is important to you. And I'm a big believer that if that dream is important to you, it's important to God. And I've given you a teaching in my past podcast about some of the steps needed to take in fulfilling our dreams. And I'll be getting into that in future podcasts. But if you want to go back just the one before this, last couple before this, you'll see a, a stair step of the ways we need to have the right dreams to know that the dreams that we have are blessed by God. And I'll be talking about that more as we continue through this podcast series. But God's basically saying about your dream, for I know the dreams that you have, says the Lord, they are dreams for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, he says, I'll listen. So when you speak, he says, I'm listening. I'm hearing what you have to say. But there's an if after that, verse 13. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. So we've got to wholeheartedly seek God, look for God, seek his guidance, read his word, get good counsel from people, be faithful to the house of God, give of what we have to the Lord and bless other people and remember to seek God first. And I'm telling you, your dreams will start to come forth and you'll receive blessings you've never thought about. Now, let me give you some steps I think we need to take to realize our dreams. And they're easy, they're simple ones, but let me give you some of these. I'll be using a lot of these little one through five or one through six type steps to take in order to see our dreams fulfilled, but I think they're important so we've got something to hang on to. Number one, dream again, which simply means never give up on your past dreams. Now, some of you right now are listening to this and you're thinking about a dream in your past. I think that's great. It may have failed. It may never come to pass. You may have given up on it, but I don't want you to give up on it. I want you to dust it off, so to speak. Some people put their dreams on a shelf, so to speak. They have an idea or a dream or a plan and they just put it away. Well, you need to go back and pick it up. Ask God if it's right, if it lines up with his word, if it draws you closer to him, if it's a blessing to the kingdom of God. See, these are the points that I made in prior podcasts. And if you do, then pick that dream up again and dream again and never give up on the past dreams that you've had. What if I'd have given up on my dream to be a professional bowler when I was maybe 11 or 12 or 13 years old and maybe I wasn't doing as well as I thought I should or I got frustrated because it was a lot of work because I had to bowl every single day. I would go out and bowl two hours to three hours a day as a kid. I went to work at a bowling alley so that I could work there and get free bowling and I would put in as much time as I possibly could after school. When I was as young as 12 or 13 years old, I'd go down there and clean things for the man that owned the bowling alley and he wound up being one of my sponsors to help me become a professional bowler. So bottom line, you don't give up on your past dreams. You work hard and trust God. Number two, be encouraged by those who have held onto their dreams. Now, when you look at someone else who had a dream and they didn't give up on it, it's got to bless you. 
It's got to impress you. It kind of reminds me of when I was called to being a pastor. I knew that I wanted to be a pastor. I knew God had called me to be a pastor, but the dream took 25 years later before it actually happened and an opportunity was given to me to pastor a church. I remember having, I had another dream. As a young man in the banking business, I saw people who had successful companies and I used to think, I can do that. That would be something I could do, but it wasn't my dream. But then I saw people who were home builders and I thought, I like that. I like what they're doing. And I had a dream of becoming a home builder and having a custom home building company. Well, I hung on to that dream for 20 years before it happened, before it actually came to pass. And God blessed it. And we were able to start a company called Day Friend Homes. And we operated that company, that real estate development company for 20 years. But it was a dream I had to hold on to, but I was encouraged by seeing other people hold on to their dreams. Number three, trust God's word and his promises found in his word. It's so important that we bring God's word into our daily activities and our daily life. I would encourage you to find a specific scripture that speaks to your dream. Quote it daily, claim it daily, believe for it daily. My verse that helped me get focused on becoming a pastor and leaving my business and closing it up and get rid of it and shutting that all down and becoming a pastor. It was led by Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. Let me read that to you. I'm reading in the New Living Translation and that's Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. This is what helped me see my dream come true. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. See, that was my challenge because I had a lot of understanding, I thought. I knew what I wanted. At least I thought I knew what I wanted and I thought I knew how to get it done. So I would sometimes kind of rely on my own understanding. And that was a big mistake. And I had to pray this and I had to believe it for every single day. Trust in the Lord with all my heart. I had to give God trust to see that dream come to pass and do not depend on my understanding. My understanding said, well, it's going to be almost impossible to do it or I won't have the money to do it or I won't have the connections to meet people to do it. And my understanding was really my enemy. And in verse six, it said, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. You see, that became my daily quote, my daily scripture that meant so much to me to seek God first and and get away from what I thought and my ideas and my plans and look to God's plans and his concept of how I could see that business happen. I used the same thing in other decisions when we were going to build our church and when we started our church and I was praying, God, we need to have a, a church building done. Our church was being blessed so much and growing and increasing, but the Holy Spirit kept telling me, don't build yet, don't build yet. Trust in the Lord. Don't lean on your own understanding and God will reveal the time. And he did and God blessed us so we could see a great church being built. So anyways, find a scripture that speaks to you. It may be that one, but there'll probably another one there that God will use to help you see your dream fulfilled. And number four, one of my former pastors had a great way to encourage dreamers because I was a dreamer. He knew it and he'd walk up to me because he might see me maybe kind of not getting as excited or I looked like maybe I wasn't quite as, as fired up as I surely needed to be. And he'd look at me and he'd just say, keep on keeping on. And he'd pat me on the back. He'd come around and put his arm around my shoulder and pat me on the back. And he says, I know you got dreams. I know you got plans. He says, just keep on keeping on. And I heard that from the time I was a young man. At 25, I became a Christian, a believer. And I was so thankful to have a pastor who was a very positive, encouraging man. His name was Tommy. Matter of fact, it's funny. I've had three pastors by the name of Tommy. When I first became a Christian, Tommy Anderson was my pastor and he was the one I met and encouraged me so much. And then I had another pastor named Tommy Lofton, who was a wonderful man of God who pastored a church in Phoenix. And then one of my dearest friends that I have on the face of the earth, Pastor 
Pastor Tommy Barnett, who was probably one of the most positive people I've ever met in my entire life. And he was a believer in keep on keeping on. And so that's what you need to do is, is believe in that and speak those words into other people's lives. If you need to be, if you're encouraged by those words, then speak it into someone else's life and you will encourage them. And lastly, one of the steps to take to realize your dream is number five, help others see their dream come through. Now, I believe in praying for people and that's wonderful and that's crucial. And I believe in giving them some good counsel. But I think there's ways that we can help people by encouraging them, by sitting down with them and, and helping them see the steps that they need to take to see their dream come true. Now, you may want to use these five steps. I'll review them very quickly. One, dream again, never give up. You need to tell them that. Two, be encouraged by those who've held on to their dreams and they've seen them fulfilled. Three, trust God's word and get a favorite scripture to help you have faith and confidence in receiving your dream from God. Four, one day you'll walk up to someone and have a saying like, keep on keeping on. You might want to encourage them and say, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, believe in it. And then finally, help others see their dreams come true. We need to be a community as Christians in helping others accomplish what they need to have in their life. As a pastor, one of my dreams has always been to help people be successful, to help marriages that are struggling to be salvaged, to be not only salvaged, but prosper and grow and be wonderful, to help young businessmen develop a good financial plan and keep God in it and seek God first, keep their family involved in their life and put their business down the road. You see, if you have a dream to have a business, you got to have God first. And if you're married, your wife's got to be second and your kid's got to be third. And then after that, someplace, the business starts fitting in. Because don't put your business first. Because if you do, you miss the blessings of God. If you put your business first, young man, I'm speaking to somebody out there, you're going to lose that relationship with your wife that you want or with your friends or your family. If you have children, you can't put your business first. You've got to put your kids ahead of that. So I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I hope that this podcast has blessed you and encouraged you and given you hope and a future and a plan that God wants to see your dreams fulfilled. I believe that they will, and I'm going to pray for you right now and claim that for you. Father, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity once again to speak into the lives of those who are listening in and they're looking for their dreams to be fulfilled. I pray, Lord, that they would call forth those things that are not as though they are. And if that's a dream, Lord, then so be it. I pray that they would be blessed and I pray they would be encouraged. And Lord, that you would show them, Father, that you want to bless them, that you want to encourage them. And I think that people will come around them and encourage them. I pray that those who are listening in will use these five steps to encourage others. And as they encourage others, they'll be encouraged to see their dreams fulfilled. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity I've had to bring this podcast at this time to those who are listening in. This is a divine appointment for many people. And I believe that in this series, you're going to do great and wondrous things, Lord, because lives will be changed and dreams will come back to life. And I'll give you praise for it in advance and give you all the glory. For I ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you'd like to know more about my teachings and get more information, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And if you do that and pull up my webpage, you'll see a list of places that you can link onto things. There's one link there that you can sign up for my monthly newsletter. I send that out now. It's something I've had a rough time getting started, but now that it's up and running, people are being blessed by it. And once a month, I'll give you a new newsletter to help you on your plan to be a successful Christian and live a quality Christian life. 
In addition to that, there's a link there to the podcast that I've done on Charisma Media. And if you're interested in subscribing to my podcast, you can do that by subscribing on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. But if you want to get a quick reference to the podcast that I've done, just look at my webpage and you'll see the link there to my podcast and it'll have all 165 or 66 or whatever it is when you listen in. And it'll list all the things that we talked about. The podcasts include topics on faith, on miracles, on prosperity, on the gifts of the Spirit and the power gifts of the Holy Spirit, and a plethora of topics that we've discussed because this podcast is designed to help people live a quality Christian life. The topic we're in now on dreaming is going to go on for, I believe, quite a while because the Lord has given me such an excitement and such an energy to see that take place. So I believe it's going to be a blessing and I pray that you'll continue to listening in. Tell your friends, let them know about this exciting new encouragement encouraging message to see people's dreams fulfilled. And I believe if you do that, I'm telling you, God's going to bless them. I'm telling you, God will bless you. So let me just close with these thoughts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. My next episode is entitled, Never Say Never to Your Dreams. I tell you, I'm excited about it. I could get into it right now, but my time's up on this one. So I want you to tune into that. So let me just say this. May God richly bless you. May your dreams be fulfilled. May they come to pass. And with what I said as I started off this lesson today, our future will be determined by the dreams birthed by God in our life. So thank you once again, and may the Lord richly bless you. Thanks for tuning in.